Oh my gosh, I did it again, my friends. I'm so sorry. Episode 29, ADHD in brief. My wife reminds me that I need to edit before I finalize and publish my episodes. And um, I'm, I'm going to have to learn. Now, that episode, I think it was, it was helpful based on what people told me. But it could be better. I could have said a lot more about different things, which I would like to share with you today. So this is ADHD in brief, part two. Uh, stay tuned for some key ideas to help you think about ADHD, which hopefully will help you to accommodate and uh, tailor the environment so that your loved ones with ADHD or your students with ADHD uh, can have the best chance at succeeding. Okay. Stay tuned, my friends. I'll see you very soon. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Devin. I'm a psychiatrist. Welcome to the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about some extra bits and pieces which I forgot to mention uh, when I talked about ADHD back in episode 29. You would hopefully remember that ADHD is like the receptionist of the office under functioning. He or she is not able to sort out information that comes through the door, prioritize and sift through information that's important and not important and then the next step is uh, for some reason there was a problem in taking important information scanning it into the work computer so that it can then be stored in memory for recall and use later on there's nothing wrong with the hardware in the office it's really the software that's needing a little bit of a tune-up or you know the receptionist hasn't had their morning coffee for some reason they are focused on something that they shouldn't be focused on because they're hyper focused on something that's interesting to them but not important uh, with respect to business operations i also said in episode 29 uh, that all of us have symptoms of adhd from time to time depending on the context and depending on what's going on in our own lives, what we've eaten, what we haven't eaten, how much sleep we've had, how much stress we're under, and whether we have coexisting uh, mental health difficulties. ADHD is just a syndrome characterized by a group of symptoms or signs that happens to cluster together and travels with a person over time. And it's consistently causing disorder in someone's life in their social circumstances and their academic circumstances um, in their ability to meet obligations at home at work at school which warrants treatment by the way uh, please don't take any of this as medical or psychiatric advice i'm not your doctor or your psychiatrist this is purely just my opinion and um, someone told me to say on the podcast that this is for education and educational purposes so don't take any of this as medical advice 
if you need help, go and see your doctor, mental health professional, someone who knows your individual circumstance. Um, ADHD affects boys and girls, people who are young and older. I, I see a lot of children and adults with ADHD that come into my clinic uh, because they've been struggling with um, their emotional health. Um, if you have ADHD yourself or if you know someone with ADHD, you'll know that it's very common to feel like you're pushing the proverbial uphill. People keep uh, putting in the effort, but there's no output to show for that effort. Um, and it's so frustrating because they try to concentrate, they try to pay attention, they try not to procrastinate, they try to hand stuff in on time, they try and listen, they try and focus on what the person in front of them is trying to say, they try to listen and hear what the teacher is saying in front of them. Sometimes they do, but the information isn't stored in the right place. It's so frustrating in spite of effort. And so a lot of people just give up. A lot of people get depressed, um, clinically depressed, because it's draining. There's, <clears throat> there's limited empathy out there in the systems that people are embedded in. And thankfully, under, there's this growing understanding of uh, people's mental health needs. Having ADHD, that's got nothing to do with intelligence. Just because you have a medical degree or any professional degree, or, or if you've done well by the world's standards in business or at school, it doesn't mean you don't have ADHD. When you dig down, um, many of my patients uh, that have ADHD will describe, you know, lifelong histories of feeling like they're just pretending to be uh, something that they're not. They will feel like they've just had to work and work and work and pretend that they're okay and not show weakness. They, they pretend that things are easy, but it's really not. And they've done that for such a long time that, yes, they do burn themselves out. You know, for years, I've not been able to focus very well. And so I have, I've had to use different strategies to make sure that I stay on track. And it takes a lot and a lot of energy and a lot of effort. So when, when we, and then, and then when, when I see um, my patients, my younger patients with ADHD who have so-called meltdowns at school for no apparent reason, this, the, um, the episodes may Make sense when you consider that the young person they're just slogging it out so hard that they've got no more energy to contain difficult emotional states and as school becomes more and more complicated it becomes a lot harder for people to to hide ADHD or the difficulties associated with ADHD also one of the curious things that happens uh, with a lot of kids and, and adults that I see with ADHD is that when they have an emotional episode, uh, they can go from zero to a hundred so quickly and it takes a long time for them to recalibrate. And then once they've found baseline again, uh, some of the patients that I see will tell me that 
they don't actually remember having an episode and and this frustrates everyone and um and of course that frustrates the person them themselves because they they can't figure out uh you know what's what's going on i think there's a biological reason for that where you know when the primitive part of the brain has taken over it usurps the um so-called the the thinking cap and then because that happens the memory systems have somehow gone offline interestingly when when you start to support the functioning of the top brain you know the thinking cap for example with stimulants i'm not saying that you should just jump to stimulants but i'm just giving you an example you know all, all stimulants really are just um, medicines that help facilitate the neurotransmission of dopamine and noradrenaline more efficiently than uh, than you can on your own um, it makes these episodes uh, far less intense um, it slows it down you know to me that says this biological reason why a kid might be having a temper tantrum and sometimes there's no external reason uh, you should ask does this kid have undiagnosed ADHD? I think it's a valid question. Uh, for teachers, for parents who um, who have kids or students who you suspect is ADHD, think about the um, the receptionist in the office. What does the receptionist need in order to do his or her job? It helps if the office space is well-structured. It helps if there's not too much noise in the environment. It helps if there's some sort of triage system to make sure that the receptionist isn't bombarded with mail from all directions. Sometimes that's not possible. Uh, if it is in your power to help the uh, receptionist get information in a streamlined way, that would be really good. Sometimes letting the receptionist have breaks at various times in the day, uh, not to have too long a work cycle and maybe even extending uh, the intervals that they can have a break for, allowing them to eat, allow them to have their caffeine if that's what they like. All right, so uh, hey, I, th I hope that was helpful, my friends. I hope that gives you some idea of where my head is at in uh, thinking about ADHD. Obviously, there's a few specifics that I didn't go into. It's probably best that you speak to your own doctor about it. There's lots of great books. There's a book by Gabor Mate. I think it's called Scattered Minds. I recommend it. It gives you a lot of insight into um, the nature and quality of ADHD. That's it from me, my my friendly friends. I'm Devin, I'm a psychiatrist, host of the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. I will see you next week.